Before we start the episode, I just want to thank MC Lars once again for coming on the show. Um, and stay tuned till the end of this episode. MC Large has given us uh, permission to use a very special song for all us Simpson fans at the end of the episode. So once it's over, stay for that. It's going to be awesome. Thanks again. And welcome to a new episode of The Simpsons Did It. I'm your host, Stephen Skolansky. And I'm your co-host, Robert Skolansky. And this week, uh, I think we're just going to stay home. Yeah, I like staying home. Say, it'll be a toasty warm bun? Yeah. Not go anywhere? No, it's great. And then, you know, when you're not doing anything, you can watch TV, you can go for a walk, you can listen to some fantastic music. I know. And, you know, speaking of fantastic music, we have a very special guest this week. Um, He is pretty much like all our other Simpsons guests. He's a huge fan of The Simpsons. But then he goes above and beyond and, and writes a song about The Simpsons called The Ballad of Hans Moleman. Um, and this artist has worked with some amazing artists, uh, some of them being Weird Al Yankovic, MC Bat Commander from the Aquabats, uh, Jared Reddick from Bowling from Sue. Um, let's see, he has six albums. He does his own podcast. He has a comic strip on his website. And he's an all-around amazing guy. So let me welcome to the show uh, Andrew Nielsen, or as pretty much everyone else knows him, MC Lars. Hey, thank you, Stephen and Robert, for having me, and thank you for thank you for that really nice introduction. That's so sweet. Oh, absolutely. We, we <laughs> like to make coming on. Yeah, thank, we like to make our guests feel welcome on our show because just like any Simpsons character, we want to welcome in Springfield. Yeah. Um, so, uh, like we do with all of our guests, um, Lars, we like to ask, um, as a Simpsons fan, when did you find the Simpsons? Was it when you, uh, you know, were a kid later in life? How, what made you an avid Simpsons fan? It was the only TV that when it was on Thursdays, it was the only TV we could watch during the week because... I think the first episode I saw was uh uh Krusty got Krusty gets busted. Okay. And um and then um I really loved the musical element of it. The first CD I bought was Simpson Sing the Blues <laughs> and I yeah there's something about it. I mean that's captured captured our whole generation, many generations, but that first season um is I would have been in second grade and and in the Bay Area it was like I grew up in Oakland like there was a lot of, you see a lot of the bootleg shirts, of course you see around the world, but like you'd see the, the African-American Bart Simpson, right? Like the whole, the whole way that like people from different cultures embraced the Simpsons made it feel like it was a, a unifying cultural moment at a time when things were like weird, you know, in the world as they are now still, but. Yeah. Yep. And did you get, did you get busted wearing some bootleg shirts to school? Like, you know, all the <laughs> teachers are like, nope, no Simpsons uh, gear in here. No, but I remember when the Underachiever shirt got banned. And I remember thinking, <laughs> wow, this cartoon is actually affecting policy at schools. That's That was crazy. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Yeah. oh absolutely. So uh, this week we will be discussing uh, Season 4, Episode 3, Homer the Heretic, uh, which aired October 8th, 1992. So for those of you keeping trap. Track, we're only uh, three weeks away from Treehouse of Horror number three. Yep. So uh, stay tuned for that. 
Uh, the recap of this episode. Homer burns the house down and is saved by the local fire department manned by volunteers of faith. That's a great episode. I can't yeah. wait to dive into it. This is, this is absolutely fantastic. Um, and so our chalkboard this week, I will not defame New Orleans. And if anybody has listened to last week's podcast, um, in a streetcar named Marge, they sing an entire song making fun of New Orleans and New Orleans, like the city of New Orleans complained, and this was their apology. So, so <laughs> Lars, did you have, I, I know you've done tons of songs. I think you pretty much stay away from making fun of a cert, any cities, right? <laughs> um, I have, I've, I've made fun of some cities and that's annoyed people, um, <laughs> but nothing like the New Orleans song from a streetcar named Marge that I remember when that, when that came out, like thinking about how not only could the Simpsons annoy school policy and principles, <laughs> they could annoy specific geographic areas. And I remember that was the first time I think I heard the word, uh, whores on TV. Oh like, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. And this, and then, and Homer says today, he, or on this episode, he says ass. Like that was the first time I heard that on TV, right? Am, am I wrong? <laughs> no, that's yeah. I. For all the quotes so far through seasons, three seasons, yeah, I don't, I can't yeah. remember. Yeah, I, really, I mean, damn, Bart's bitch. I know Bart says bitch. <laughs> yeah. So I, I, I definitely think the Simpsons were breaking a lot of boundaries. Now, the funny thing that we like to do is talk about how Bart winds up writing things on the chalkboard, like. Where did he go wrong in school to end up writing this on oh, a chalkboard? This one is... But this one's just so out of out of whack. <laughs> I almost think Bart, you know, in school started singing this song in class. Oh, there you go. Right, because yeah. he heard Marge singing it at a at a play yeah. or at a musical and decided to sing it in school. <laughs> oh yeah. And now he's forced to write it on the board. Well, that this is the amazing thing about the chalkboard gags, and I'm sure you've talked about this, and you. This is something you always talk about, how topical they can be. It's like the Instagram oh, yeah. of 1992. <laughs> <laughs> the meme went right up. And that's what's so funny about it, because they could animate it so quickly, right? Like, yeah. Yep. And, and that's one thing we are going to get into in this particular episode is, obviously, we, we've seen a lot of Simpsons memes on the internet. Yeah. And really, there's a, couple, there's a couple in this episode that really made it, you know, onto the internet. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and I noticed that. Yeah. You know, and so this week, the uh, couch gag, all the Simpsons sit on the couch, and it triggers a hidden door and spins them around. So, so they, they live in a spy house. Yeah. I think the Simpsons should live in a spy house. I mean, that'd be kind of cool. Now, if it spins around, does it spin around to the kitchen? <laughs> or maybe just inside the wall and they're trapped? Yeah. <laughs> you know, here's I have a question for you guys. So, sometimes in these early seasons... Sometimes the couch gags are so funny and so clever. Sometimes they're kind of like, ah, all right, okay. The couch spun around. I honestly thought this was not one of the best couch gags because it just seemed like, okay, the couch disappeared. I don't know. Do you, and then as it goes on, they're more, they get to be more consistently great. Is that a controversial view or do you think eh. that this couch gag is underwhelming? It's not necessarily one of the best ones. It's not a memorable one for sure. Yeah, but the funny thing about some of them is, like, some of them they cartwheel in and do a pose, or, you know, I think last week's was kind of funny, because it was literally, the couch turns into an alien and, and eats the Simpsons, yeah. and that was, I mean, that's, that's, I mean yeah. that's something that's different. 
Have you guys touched on how like the one where they did the comically long one with the elephants and they're like in the circus and it just keeps panning out how family guy basically just stole that yeah not yeah. yet that we have not gotten to that couch gag no okay. i think that's the uh that might be the april fool's april table. fool's one yeah yeah so which is coming up pretty quick yeah so Man, i'm getting we, ahead of myself sorry oh You're it's fine. okay so we start this episode homer is in the womb he's comfortable he's you know synchronized swimming and all of a sudden the amniotic fluid starts to come out of the womb and you see a doctor reaches <laughs> hand into the womb trying to pull him out and we realize this is homer dreaming about being a baby and the hand pulling him is marge because she's trying to wake him up to go to church <laughs> and uh i definitely as a kid you know i i think our parents always had to wake us up to go to services and even school i don't think i've ever dreamed about it being a baby though no. So, uh... But the funny thing is, is Homer, in his flashback, he is, uh, getting pulled out feet first. Yes. Yeah, can, you can, want to go head first. Can I share a, a musical moment that that connects us with uh, the Deep Space sure. Homer? Ele- so, they're playing the Blue Danube Waltz, which is the music they play oh. when Homer's floating around in Deep Space Homer. And okay. it's interesting that, that that becomes Homer's default float music <laughs> <laughs> two okay. years later. Yeah. I don't know if you guys noticed that. No, I didn't. I never. Thanks. I, I never noticed that. That's kind of funny, though. Well, we'll make sure we'll put a pin in that yeah. and bring that back up in Deep Space Homer. <laughs> yeah. Homer the sperm. So, you know, Marge is trying to wake up Homer and she goes, It's church. You have to go. Because, you know, they're religious and if you don't go to church, you burn in hell. Um, so Homer proclaims it's too cold out and we get a shot of the outside and it's like snow on the ground, cold wind, and there's a bear going through the trash cans and he, and the bear gets a fish out of the trash can, like a whole fish. <laughs> and I think that's supposed to be a polar bear. Is that a polar bear? I don't know. We <laughs> all know that brown bears live in Springfield. Maybe it's a brown bear that just covered in snow. Yeah, that's good. That's I mean, good. you didn't you didn't have uh, snow in California where you live, do you? Or did you growing up? It, 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 we would go to um, up to the mountains and in, in like the Sierras, yeah, but not like not the Bay Area. You guys are you are in the Midwest, right? Oh yep. yeah. So yeah, we get snow. This this is like the heart of what we get to deal with. Yeah. Yeah, I'd be glad you don't ever have to deal with this. <laughs> so, uh, we hear Marge. Oh, yeah. Okay. yeah. Sorry, no. I don't want to. I'm going to keep interrupting. You guys run. If you want me to talk, I will. But I, okay. I had one thing I wanted to say. Oh, go no, for it. Go for it. The bear that's going through the garbage, it's like they colored it to look like a polar bear. Yeah. But it looks like the bear that like steals Maggie in the video game, in the arcade game. Oh, it's like the yeah. same design. I don't know if you guys noticed that. No, no, I know. It's been a while since I've played the game. Yeah, but then there's the Call of the Simpsons episode where Maggie gets taken by the bears. And it looks like a brown bear. Yeah, I honestly, I wonder if that's just the artistic design Yeah, for the bears in the Simpsons universe. Maybe. That's it. That's interesting. Yeah. Well. Anyway, okay. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, Marge Marge says she has this argument with Homer every week about going to church. And so, you know, Homer comes downstairs, he's trying to put his pants on, and they rip. And he's like, you know what? Screw this. I'm not going to church. And then he complains about his pants being one size fit all. Now, obviously, you know, sweatpants are basically one. But, like, dress I don't pants. think Homer would be wearing sweatpants. To, well, I could see Homer wearing sweatpants to church. But... but but church pants that are one size fit all? 
It's a little weird. I don't know. So, so Lars, I don't know. Did you uh, go to church growing up or oh, now? Yeah, okay. or... yeah, no, I, I was raised Episcopalian and I still go to church. And I, I the book, what's that? There's that great book about the Sim- Simpsons and religion that, um, what's it called? It's, it's a really good book. I think it's called the, uh, it's a, anyway, I I think it's interesting how the Simpsons deals with religion. And I can yeah. relate to this, not wanting to go to church because some of my <laughs> friends weren't, yeah. didn't have to go to church on Sunday. And um, this episode asked some interesting moral questions. I can relate to this. Did you get, you two are. We're Jewish. You're Jewish. So did you grow up going to the synagogue? Yep. 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 And we did you Sunday can... school. So we were still doing <laughs> stuff on Sunday as well. So, I mean, it was Friday night, all day Saturday. Sunday morning, yeah, the whole weekend thing. Yeah, and uh, I mean, it's funny because our grandma grew up Orthodox, so my mom, you know, pretty much grew up that way and yeah. kind of put it on us pretty much all through uh, high school. Yeah. The um the dude who wrote the Gospel According to the Simpsons, Mark Pinsky, he's Jewish, but it's uh-huh. it's the book is awesome. He'd be a great guest. I don't know, like, but I, he he wrote it in two thousand one, and it's a book of, and they have a great. They, the first chapter quotes the perfect teeth, nice smell, a class act all the way, like how the yeah. Simpsons personifies God. And I know yeah. we'll get to that, and I know we'll get ahead of – I'm getting ahead of myself. But, um, yes, I relate to the not wanting to go to church on Sunday. So. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, Marge is, you know, moaning her moan. And I love the transition of her sitting there, standing in the hallway – grunting and then it transitions to her driving her car with the kids and um marge's car is not great because i guess she doesn't have a defroster because she keeps wiping yeah. the windshield <laughs> and uh hey that's not safe and you have kids in the car so maybe that she should just i mean granted she wants the kids to go to church so uh and they're in her station wagon Which is weird, so I don't know if you've noticed this during the intro, but when Marge's car pulls into the driveway to hit Homer, it's a sedan. It's not her station wagon. Wow, what? Yep, and so we've been waiting. (laughs) Well, actually, this is the first episode, I think, where we notice it's actually her station wagon. That she's driving. That she's driving. But it's also in the in the intro. It's still a sedan. Yeah, Marge is weird. driving a sedan. So the next time you watch anything from episode season one to at least so far season four, she's driving her a sedan vehicle yeah. into the driveway. That's tight. That's super yeah. tight. So then we get uh, Maggie's in the back seat, and uh, she decides to lick her car seat, <laughs> and she gets her tongue stuck. And I feel like this could be a reference to a Christmas story because a Christmas story came out like the early 80s, but also I'm sure kids tried it probably because of the movie, so yeah, it's a good reference. Um, And uh, despite the fact that it is freezing cold out, none of the church-going Simpsons Simpsons are bundled up. Yeah, Yeah, and they're not in winter coats, jackets, hats, nothing. They're all wearing their church clothes. Church clothes. Weird. Yeah, we always bundled up in the wintertime to go to services. (laughs) <laughs> I I just yeah. thought that was odd. And then when you get to church, you do see everyone else kind of in winter. Yeah. Well, it's cold in there. Well, yeah, because the heat, heat doesn't work. Yeah. And so <laughs> then we get, uh, you know, Marge uh, talking with uh, Bart. And uh, what was it? 
Bart asks Yeah, Bart Marge. asks Marge, you know, where Homer is, and she says, he's resting. That <laughs> replies, if Homer's resting because he, is he hungover, resting because he's got fired. Oh, where was that? Man, where did I put that? Oh, there it is. Resting hungover, resting got fired. Help me out here. Like, <laughs> what is... I can understand if he's hungover, but it's a Sunday... So the, I don't think he would, would have been at work on Saturday. No, so, but we don't know Homer's work schedule. That is true. It's I, got, I, don't, I don't know if a power plant is open seven days a week. I mean... It's Burns. He's he's like uh, the Scrooge. Yeah. He's Scrooge. He He'd open Scrooge. up seven days a week, tw- yeah. 24 hours a day. Yep. Um, or Homer yeah. could be resting because he's depressed that he got fired, but that wouldn't make yeah. sense for his character. He'd be happy if he got Correct. fired. <laughs> exactly. He would no longer uh, have to work at the power plant anymore. <laughs> Um, and then we get one of the most used, I think, Simpsons memes. Oh, yeah. Is Homer wrapped up in his sheets in his bed, you know, toasty, and he says, I am just a big toasty cinnamon bun. Yeah, this, you know, this frame is used in so many different memes. And it's just, I love it. It spawned, it spawned a meme. Yep. Have you ever been wrapped up in a big toasty cinnamon bun? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Especially on those cold winter nights. I know. Lars is over there like, man, I wish I had winter so I could be a toasty warm cinnamon bun. Yeah, but the thing is, um, it's easier to use the bathroom when you're not a toasty cinnamon bun. That yeah, is right. true. That is true. Yeah, Homer's like, I don't want to get out of bed, but I have to pee. Yeah. <laughs> that's like, that's usually how I am when I wake up in the morning. Yep. And then I like how he gets up, he pees with the bathroom door open, he showers with no uh, with a no-soap radio, which yeah. I'm sure all of us had one of those in the 90s. Oh, yeah. Because I don't know if those actually exist anymore, or there's a... No, because there's, like, the Wi-Fi shower head. <laughs> like, I'm assuming you guys yeah. have seen a commercial for that, so... You know, where the music plays right through the shower head, through yeah. Bluetooth. That's tight. I didn't even know that existed. Oh, yeah? Yep. Yep. Technology. That's cool. <laughs> head out to Bed Bath & Beyond. I'm sure they have them. Um, and so the guys on KBBL say they hope their listeners are someplace warm. And Homer replies, you bet your sweet ass. Well, but he pauses because he oh, looks yeah. around. Yeah. Because he doesn't. He forgets that the kids aren't home. So he's like, wait, I can say ass. You can say a lot of things. Yes. Um, and I'm sure we've all been there. We're like, okay, so Lars, you have a kid, right? Yeah. So I'm sure you. there's been moments where you look around. Is my kid around? <laughs> yes, I can swear. <laughs> I know I know I've been there with my I have a three year old and he's just nonstop trying to repeat everything I'm saying. That's cute. Uh, we yeah. He's one ours is, is just turned one recently, so Uh-oh. it's a little early, but our my father in law was saying, Oh God and so now our son goes, Oh God <laughs> <laughs> I, I did teach my nephew to go to say oh no when he was like one. So That's really cute. Yep. And I was I was in the backseat of my car recently and I know a guy cut me off was like, Ah, oh, Jesus because he cut me off. Yeah. And now my kid thinks it's funny to say that because I say it. <laughs> so uh, I got, I definitely got to be like Homer to like pause, look around, yeah. and then say things. 
And so back at church, everyone is freezing because the furnace isn't working. <laughs> and I like how some guy in the back yells out, yeah, what's the story? <laughs> well, clearly the furnace isn't working because <laughs> it's too cold. Yep. And so Maggie's trying to drink from her bottle and then it's completely frozen. Because I don't know how anyone would ever want to stay in that church. Well, it, they, they're kind of trapped in there. Now, we well, we don't know that yet. As we will learn, they're <laughs> trapped in there. But I feel like everyone should probably just get up and leave. Yeah. Uh, but then we cut back to the Simpson house and uh, Homer's in uh, Bears Feet Slippers. Those look comfortable. I know. The coolest ones I have are Deadpool Slippers. I don't really own slippers. No. No. I had I had bear slippers just like that. My dad had a matching pair, so we, awesome. we both thought that was funny because we'd watch Simpsons together. Nice. nice. And so I don't know if anyone in their right mind should ever do this. But oh my god! Homer sets the thermostat to a hundred degrees. That's a little too hot. Like I think in the summer or the winter, I have mine set because I I want to save money. I have my thermostat set set to sixty five in the winter. That's cold. I mean, I go to about 75. Yeah. I mean, you guys probably don't have to worry about heating your house out in California. Um, yeah, it does get a little cold, but yeah, you know, a lot of houses don't even have air conditioning because Really? Or or, or central heating because like the Bay Area, it's not ever well, in the past it wasn't particularly hot or particularly cold. That's definitely ah. changing. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that'd be kind of nice cuz I mean, I've been to, you know, LA a bunch of times and it's, you know, it seems like it's hotter inland, cooler, more towards the ocean. And you kind of yeah, got to find definitely. a happy, happy medium when you're when you're out there. Yeah. But I do think it's funny that Californians think 60 degrees is cold because <laughs> that that's like the Midwest most of the year. And I, yeah. I think that's pretty toasty. Yeah. My mom, like, she'll wear a sweatshirt. Um, <laughs> she, she's cold when it's like 60 degrees. It's just it's just you get used to it. Yeah. You know? Yep. <laughs> So we, uh, you know, so Homer's at home, he turns up the radio and he does the risky business living room scene dance. Um, and for anybody out there, risky business came out in 83. That's two movies that came out in 83. We have Christmas story and risky business, but instead of and risky business (laughs) where Tom Cruise dances to old time rock and roll by Bob Seger, Homer dances to the song who wears short shorts, Homer wears short shorts. And you know what's what's another example of musical brilliance? Both of those songs start with the same opening riff. Da, huh? na, 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 na. So for a second, you think it's the other song. It's like a really funny musical pairing, you know? Yeah, like that was brilliant. It's brilliant that riff. I always, every time I watch this episode, I think it's going to be the Bob Seger song. I gotta <laughs> say, I thought it was going to be that, and then he starts singing "Who Wears Shorts." I'm like, wait, you know, wait. I, I I didn't so even funny. I didn't even realize the riff thing. And I and thinking knowing that I think the Simpsons writers did this on purpose. Now I was thinking they just couldn't get the rights to that song probably to play in the episode. That's probably but at this point. No, but at this point, Simpsons was such a such a powerhouse. I feel like they could license any song. Right? Yeah, I, so that's why I'm wondering now. Now that you say that, though, I think this might have been a joke yeah. because of the riff part. Yeah, and not that they couldn't get uh, the rights to it. Yeah. yeah. That's interesting. That's that's cool though. Yeah. yeah. So um, Homer goes into the kitchen to uh, grab some stuff out of his fridge, and uh, I don't think I'd ever have this stuff in my fridge. But he has liquid smoke, eggs, and a waffle uh, waffle mix in it. 
Yep. So he's gonna make the uh, the per. He's a, it's a perfect chance to make his patented space age out of this world moon waffles. So he's like, let's see here: caramels, waffle batter, liquid smoke, which he pours, you know, into the waffle iron. Yep. And then he cleans the side with his fingers, which I'm sure we've all done. Yep. Ooh, waffle runoff. He says, <laughs> tasting the raw waffle. He opens the waffle iron, peels off his creation, wraps it around a stick of butter, <laughs> God, so and gross. takes a bite. Uh, and then says, mmm, fattening. <laughs> um, and for anybody out there, because I didn't know what liquid smoke was, so I did a little research myself. So anybody who's not a chef or doesn't do a whole lot of cooking, uh, liquid smoke is a water-soluble yellow to red liquid, and it's used for flavoring. Um, it is a substitute for cooking with wood smoke because it has the same flavor. So. Yeah. And the funny, really the funny thing about it is, is we always talked about what can we make from the Simpsons world in real life? And you can try it out. This. And I'm not saying that we should, I'm not saying we can't make this. I'm saying, should anyone make this and eat it? I think, well, if you take away the butter, you <laughs> probably could eat it. Yeah, that's just regular waffles at that point. But it's got caramel, 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 caramel. Well, that's like going to smoke. IHOP at that point. But, the but do they have butter. liquid smoke at IHOP? <laughs> I don't know. Okay, Lars, would you eat this? Uh, I've eaten weird foods. I'd eat like a, pe- a bite of it. I, would, I couldn't eat the uh, whole thing. Oh, God. No. <laughs> well, it's a whole stick of butter. <laughs> would you like some um, waffle with your butter? Um, so we come yeah. back to church and Lovejoy is giving a sermon and I love when he throws his arms upwards as he's giving the sermon, he hits a plant and the plant literally breaks when he hits it because it's frozen solid. Yeah. So it just snaps because it's frozen. I missed that joke. That's, that's yeah. great. You caught that gag. That's yeah. funny. I almost did. And I was watching and I just, it's just out of the corner of my eye. Um, <laughs> so he's talking, I think. Lovejoy is talking about hell, and the and the Simpsons that are at church because Homer is not there are all imagining being in hell to keep warm. <laughs> Which you know, if you're cold, you want to think warm thoughts. Um, so we cut back to the Simpsons' house, and Homer is eating his waffle. And I just I love this because we've had dogs. You own a dog. He drops some butter on himself, and Santa's little helper. He whistles for him, and he comes, and he. He cleans off Homer, and Homer just giggles. <laughs> so, and then, and like, after, like, the butter's gone, he kind of pushes Santa's little helper away. But I think we've all, I mean, Lars, I don't know if you've had a dog or some pets in your life that have done that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We, we, were, we had a dog that would always eat anything we dropped. Yeah. You know. Clean up on aisle yeah. dog. Um, so we cut back to church, and the service ends, and the doors are frozen shut. And I love, I love this so much. Lisa starts praying, which Bart responds to saying, this is neither the time or the place. <laughs> Actually, this is the perfect time and the perfect place because you're trying to get out of the church because the doors are frozen. Maybe God stayed home and was a sto- uh, uh, toasty warm cinnamon bun. Yes. <laughs> so we cut back to Homer and he's listening to KBBL. They're having a radio contest. And they're like, uh, they ask the question, and Homer's like, I know the answer. And so he calls He calls in. He has the album that they're talking about, which is Johnny Calhoun, These Things I Believe. Yeah, I like how he just, he goes over to his record collection, yeah. flips through, he's like, dude, I got this. Yeah. I mean, well, I... And, and that was a typical thing, no, like, 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 like one-hit wonders suddenly being super politically conservative in the 60s. And I also think it's funny that 
the Johnny Calhoun song is called Gonna Find Me a Genie with a Magic Bikini. And he's dancing <laughs> to the Who Wear Short Shorts. They're both like novelty songs about about skimpy clothes. I think that's yeah. like a, a throwback to that joke. I don't know. I thought that was a fun, funny writing because like that happened in the 60s, you know? Yeah. You know. <laughs> no, I, I, God, I know growing up in the nineties, I always try calling into radio, oh, yeah. radio shows and could never get through. Oh. I think, I think, it, I think it's all a hoax. <laughs> I think they have someone sitting in a studio pretending to be on a phone. Cause every time I call, it's always a busy signal. Every time. What's the prize he wins? Uh, I don't think they ever said. Uh, yeah. Huh. I don't. Yeah. yeah. They never said what he won. That's really weird. Interesting. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. I don't. Yeah, I don't think uh, I ever. I ever saw that. Yeah, I don't think I heard a prize or no. or anything. So you know, Homer calls in and says uh, the word in uh, this instead of these, and they still accept his answer because the the answer is these things, I believe. But he said this things because Homer can't read because he's dumb <laughs> and he's holding the record. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so then we come back to church and Willie is trying to use a blowtorch to open the doors. Well, fire. Cold. Well, yeah. Yeah. I don't know where the blowtorch came from if Willie just keeps it with him at all times. Maybe. Yeah. I always keep a blowtorch with me all the time. <laughs> uh, just in case this, this yeah. particular thing happens. Yeah. Um, and so to pass the time, Lovejoy reads from the bulletin and describes a table that is basically garbage. To get- I, lo- I love at the end of the bulletin, like, he lists all the wrong things with the table, and then the person wrote, but it's fine. <laughs> uh, no. Yep. And then uh, I like how Homer's now watching the Three Stooges. Yep. And the cat's just sitting on the couch cleaning himself. Because well, that's what cats do. I've been there. My cat always just, uh, like, yeah. sitting on the couch next to me cleaning himself. Yep. Um, and so Willie finally gets the doors open and everyone rushes out and I love Bart. This is, I don't, this is only, I think the first time we've ever seen Bart running across the top of people's heads Yes, to get out of somewhere or get to something. I do, I do like how he's, when he's running on their heads, he compliments, he compliments somebody's hat. (laughs) Nice hat. Bye. (laughs) Uh, it's almost like crowd surfing. Just, uh. I don't know if anyone could just go and run on people's heads. Yeah. Uh, let's see. So then Homer asks uh, the TV uh, to work its magic because he's trying to find yeah. something new to watch. And then he turns on Municipal Roundtable. <laughs> <laughs> but then it gets interrupted for a football game. And Homer, you know, dances yeah. and starts dancing. But I'm, I was thinking to myself, I'm like, Homer, you know, a few episodes ago, you're all betting on football. Yeah. I feel like at this point you should know Sunday equals f- football. Yeah. And you should have just known to turn it on. But I love how this, if football had to be interrupted by this. No, no. Uh, or football interrupted yeah. this. It's like it's like someone at the news station or the station that was on completely forgot that football was supposed to be on. Correct. So now Marge is in her car. Um, and now the car won't start. And once again... Midwest people here, yeah. we've been in this situation where the oh, car won't start because God, of the terrible. because of the cold. Or you know, you just leave your car on, your car lights on. Yeah, <laughs> but I don't think Mark did that. No, um, and I like how Marge is making vrooming noises to try to get the car to start. <laughs> That's it. I mean, it's something interesting about the sound design with these early episodes. Like, it's kind of more artistic. Like, the Marge yeah. doing the car noises, the guy saying, What's the deal? Like, <laughs> you wouldn't have a random, 
interjection like that. You know what I mean? Like, I don't yeah. know. It would be more, it's more clean now, but that gives it a charm and like a uniqueness. I think yeah. both of those sound design things are cool. Yeah. No, I mean, that's, that. I mean, that's amazing that they can pick that sort of stuff. I kind of want to know who the voice was of the, what's the story? <laughs> like, like who decided to, to shout that out? Yeah. Well, you're not going to find it in the credits. Yep. And so, uh, after, you know, after, um, you know, uh, dancing in his underwear, making waffles, winning a radio contest and watching football, Homer finds a penny. Yep. And he's like, could this be the best day of my life? And then a thought balloon pops above Homer's head and reveals memories of Homer marrying Marge. Yep. And Homer gleefully running around <laughs> a spraying crashed beer truck in a swimsuit. I mean, I think the beer fountain would be better than finding a lucky penny. Oh, I thought you were going to say better than than his wedding day. Well, no, wedding day should probably be number one for Homer. But for me, I'm saying if I had to choose between a lucky penny and dancing around beer, I'm going to take dancing around beer. I don't know. We all know Simpsons financing. Finding a penny could be the best day of his life. That is true. (laughs) Um, And so Homer asks the family how church was as they come home. And they just kind of shiver. And Homer says he's having the best day ever. And it's all because he skipped church. And so this scene is kind of weird. We get an animation here. So when Marge is talking to Homer, you can see Bart and Lisa standing next to Marge. When Homer answers Marge, Bart is standing behind Homer. But when they cut back to Marge, he's, you you know, in front of Homer again. So, uh, I kind of want to know what happened there. It was, it was just really weird that that happened. Yep. And so now Homer, uh, declares that he's never going back to church. And, you know, Marge is like, I can't believe you're giving up church, Homer. And then Homer's like, hey, what's the big deal about going to some building every Sunday? Mm -hmm. I mean, isn't God everywhere? And then Bart's like, amen, brother. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I, did you ever use that excuse for getting out of church? I mean, that's kind of like Martin Luther and the 95 Theses that he, he he nailed to the door. Basically, this idea that we all have a connection with God, so we don't need the institution of the church. And yeah. in a way, that makes the relationship more pure. So it's interesting because it's like citing these, this very specific precedent with the Lutheran religion that is like legitimate. You know what I mean? And I think that's a great point. But... You, that doesn't fly when you have strict religious parents. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, uh, and then I love, you know, Marge is like, so are you giving up your faith? And Homer goes, no, 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 no. Yes. Yes. <laughs> but he, realistically, he's not really giving up his faith. He's giving up going to church. Yeah. So now we cut to the next day and Marge is cleaning. Maybe it's the next day. <laughs> but Marge is cleaning out the waffle maker and she she's still in disbelief Homer isn't going to go to church. Um, and, you know, Homer asks, is God really worried about one guy not giving up one hour of his week to go to church? <laughs> and it's true. I mean, you know, as Homer pointed out, if God's everywhere, you know, then he's still connected to God even if he stays home. And, you know, he's like, well, what if we pick the wrong religion? Then you're just making God matter and matter. <laughs> and uh, I like to point out that the that South Park uh, decided that Mormonism was the correct religion <laughs> in their movie. 
Um, so, and I do love as, you know, Marge is asking Homer, like, why aren't you going to church and all this? Bart is just egging Homer on with amens and hallelujahs and just (laughs) testify. Um, so then we go, uh, you know, to nighttime. So I guess it maybe was still the same day. Yeah. Uh, cause now Marge is praying, you know, doing her nightly prayers to God to, you know, show Homer the error of his ways. And I love the fact where bed, Marge. Bed. <laughs> and he like tries to play with her hair. <laughs> and, uh, so it's, it's fantastic. Cause as we see through the episode, Homer kind of goes through the seven deadly sins of lust, greed, pride. Uh, those are the only three Sloth. I can remember. Sloth, you know, being lazy. So this is this is the lust portion of the, uh, the <laughs> sins. Uh, well, he, he is a heretic. Yep. Uh, and so I like how Homer's, you know, tries to keep keeping Marge in bed. And, you know, you know, he just ends up falling asleep before, <laughs> you know, he gets to the word good night. Yeah. I could do this all. <sighs> yep. And Homer just wanted a little hanky panky. Yeah. Now, in this, I think it's an upcoming scene. Was it this one where Homer's actually naked and Marge is fully clothed? Because we've been getting, like, the opposites. Oh, I didn't I didn't notice that in this episode. Well, you know how I always like to notice Marge naked in bed all the time. Yeah. I just thought it was a little reversed <laughs> this time. Okay. Uh, let's see here. So, uh, Homer starts dreaming, um, and there appears to be, you know, an earthquake. And the TV says, uh-oh. <laughs> and, you know, God comes down and, you know, they have, you know, they have a little chat. And Homer's like, I'm not a bad guy. I work hard. I love my kids. So why should I spend half my Sunday hearing about how I'm going to hell? <laughs> and God's like, hmm, you got a point there. You know, sometimes even I'd rather be watching football. Does St. Louis still have a team? So, for anybody out there who's not a big sports fanatic, St. Louis did actually have a team up until 88, which is was then moved to Arizona and became the Cardinals. The original St. Louis team started in Chicago, then moved to St. Louis in 1960, and now we have St. Louis. Then there was the St. Louis Rams, and now they're the L.A. Rams. Um but, and another thing is, God also has five fingers. He's the only character in Simpsons history to have five fingers. Yep. Because but God, God. God, obviously God didn't create anyone in Springfield in his image. No. <laughs> That's great trivia. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Well, we didn't, no, 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 remember? Radio, well, I guess Radioactive Man's technically a comic book. Yes. But Radioactive Man does have five fingers. But he's not real. <laughs> oh, that's interesting. I didn't yep. know that. Well, he had three. He had five, four, four fingers until he got hit with the, the, the nuclear blast, and, and then was... Radioactive Man had five. Got five fingers. Yeah. He's a mutant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so, God, <laughs> I like how Homer tells uh, that he hates uh, Lovejoy's sermons, and he's gonna go give uh, Lovejoy a canker sore for Homer. Oh, canker sores are horrible. Yep. And then God leaves Homer saying that he has to go appear <laughs> as a tortilla in Mexico. In a tortilla. In a tortilla. So he's the he's yeah. the filling? Yes. All well, right. no, because... So the joke is, and this might be a little racist of a joke uh, in today's standards, but uh, 
a lot of Mexican people tend to see Jesus in their food. Oh, right. So that's that's the joke here. It might be a little bit on the racist side, but in 92, I feel like you're going to get away with this joke. This joke in today's age probably wouldn't fast muster. No. And so cutting back to Homer <laughs> sleeping in bed, he's waving, <laughs> waving bye to God and drooling. Uh, and then well, and Mar and Marjorie's just looking at him, and that's another like absurd, wonderful, <laughs> strange moment. You don't get those kind of moments on the current Simpsons, you know? No. Like, the absurd, the absurd, just that. That's just a very funny scene. Like there goes Homer waving in his sleep. Like I, the, this episode is full of those little moments that are very indicative of season four. You know? Yeah. yeah. Well, the so. funny thing about this is I uh, had a dream about driving a car. Yeah. And apparently my wife told me I was literally driving a car. My hands were in the air and I was actually driving. <laughs> Did you so, wake her up and she noticed that? Or? I don't know. Well, she was just sta- apparently watching me <laughs> driving a vehicle <laughs> in a dream. So for all of you out there, it can happen where your arms oh, yeah. do random things. Absolutely. While you're dreaming. Um, and so then we cut to Lisa asking Homer why he's being blasphemous. And Homer says if he's wrong... Well, he'll recant on his deathbed. Yeah, I mean, that's what people do on their deathbed. They, you know, make up for the horrible things they did in life. And if Homer is wrong, then he's horrible. So, uh, we had a couple uh, animals. Uh, oh, because he's outside talking to Lisa. A couple animals laying on Homer. Because, <laughs> you know, he's like, one with nature now. And he tells the animals, as... Uh, I don't know if Episcopals do this, but I know they do this in in Catholicism where they say peace be with you um Mm -hmm. and so and the animals don't leave Homer's (laughs) side and Homer like goes upstairs to shower and he tells the animals hey can I get some privacy here (laughs) um so that was pretty funny Homer's Homer's also now a Disney princess I guess he can uh attract animals so uh Marge invites uh Reverend Lovejoy over for dinner because uh she has an ulterior motive because Homer hasn't going to church and so Homer tells Lovejoy that God spoke to him in a dream, and he knew it was special because he normally dreams about naked Marge. Marge. <laughs> he dreams about naked Marge. Because uh, he was going to say, obviously, he was going to say naked women, but uh, Marge would probably get... Now, granted, can you really get mad at somebody for a dream? Yes. Yes, you can. Uh, so uh, Bart asks Homer what God looked like, and as we... in the. Uh, the book that Lars mentioned, perfect teeth, nice smell, class act all the way. Well, you'd hope so. He's God. Yeah. Or he could be a uh, five foot tall elephant man. We don't know. What was that when he was in South Park? Wasn't the <laughs> South Park like a rat thingy? You know, I don't know what God was in. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure. Oh, right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Or he could just be a rat animal thing looking thing. Yep. So, uh, uh, Lovejoy asks Homer, I love this scene, Lovejoy asks Homer to think about a Bible verse, and Lovejoy says it, and so Homer tells Lovejoy to uh, think about a different yeah. one. What about Matthew 17.25? And Lovejoy quotes the, the, the verse to Homer, and Homer's like, yeah, yeah just think about it. <laughs> oh my god. Because I think I've done that to friends before, where I'm just like, I say something, and it doesn't make any sense, and I'm just like, yeah, you think about that one. Yeah. You know what? I know it's a really funny moment when, like, Mar just, like, 
Well, Reverend Lovejoy, we, we didn't just bring you here, you here for dinner. We brought you here for an ulterior motive. And Lovejoy's like, what? But yeah. if you think about it, the role of a priest, anytime anyone invites you over, they want something from you or there's an ulterior motive or, yeah. or, or that's the whole reason you're at their house. So that's yes. funny because he's like surprised. But why would he be surprised, you know? Especially considering <laughs> it's Homer. Right. That's yeah. like a, that's another funny like little weird moment. Yeah. yeah. So Homer decides to, uh, so Homer's at Moe's and he calls into work for a religious holiday. And they're like, well, what holiday? And this reminds me of Seinfeld, the human fund. Yeah. Um, Homer says uh, uh, he's calling in for the feast of maximum, maximum occupancy 65. Which, no, no, the feast of maximum occupancy. It just said 65. Oh, yeah. Was yeah. Thank you. Um, apparently, I, I read somewhere that. People actually celebrate this on June 5th. Because 6 5 is June 5th. Yeah, oh. Um, I read it. I don't know if it's true. So, for any of our Sims, like huge Simpsons fans out there, if you actually celebrate this, let us know because I'd like to know what you guys do. That's funny. Um, so, Homer tells Mo to join his religion, and Mo <laughs> says he was born a snake handler, and I will die a snake handler. And, uh, yeah, that was a re- that's a religious thing too. Yep, more south. Yes, in the south. Um, so <laughs> Homer is at home. Flanders well, comes. We should, in. we should note that then when he says that he gestures and his hands come. Oh, yeah, that's right. And, yeah. yeah, yeah. All bitten by snakes. And, <laughs> well, snakes are gonna bite you. Uh, so Flanders comes over and he he's gonna try to get him back to Christianity. And it, again, it's not like Homer really left. Now, granted, he started his own religion. I don't think he even really started his own religion. He just wanted to worship God in his own way. That is true. So then Flanders starts to sing. Uh, and so Homer's like, eh, close the door on the Flanders. And then we see Homer sleeping at work and the phone rings. And for a moment, you think it'll probably be Burns to like wake him up and yell at him. <laughs> nope. It's the Flanders singing some more. It's and, the Noah's Ark song. Yeah. Um, and so now Homer is driving. Probably back from work and uh the <laughs> flanders pull up next to him and they keep singing the noah's ark song <laughs> boy the flanders really uh they're trying to get him yeah trying to get him so homer pulls away and todd says the heathen is getting away <laughs> and that says it seems uh sees him and he speeds after him yeah and then i like how homer cuts in front of a moving train and drives uh through an open box car yeah and that i don't i don't think there was a a ramp there to no to, well it's an action sequence yeah so it's not gonna make sense <laughs> yep and uh and then they drive towards uh springfield harbor which i think this is like the, the first, first instance yeah. of, Spring- of springfield having a harbor yep um and then uh they they drive past the billboard that has blinky on it a blinky okay not the blinky it's not because they ate the blinky. They, they ate the blinky um and then I like how Homer drives off the, off the pier into a garbage barge. <laughs> He's like, yeah, this is heading to Garbage Island. And then Mo just, or not Mo, uh, Flanders like slams on the yeah. brakes. <laughs> yeah, they got away. Yeah. And Homer will be back from Garbage Island tomorrow. Probably. Yeah. Um, I, now, I, maybe, Laura, maybe you could speak to this being, uh, um, I don't know, did you guys do the whole going door-to-door, trying to get people to go to your church and convert people? 
No, no. That I think it's more the evan the evangel evangelicals like fundament, yeah. evangelicals fundamentalists. Um, yeah, it's it, Flanders. The Flanders his his role in this is interesting because like sometimes Flanders is annoying and pushy, <laughs> but sometimes he's just like the nice great neighbor, and yeah. so it's funny how like he's harassing him with his wanting to save him right and so um no i didn't do that but i think it's funny how the flanders character reflects a lot of different christian archetypes yeah yeah and so then we uh get back home and they're watching itchy and scratchy and we this episode is fillet me to the moon Mm -hmm. and i love this this is a real classic itchy and scratchy episode so scratchy's reading the paper and itchy comes in Grabs uh, his, tongue. his tongue, runs it to a rocket, blasts off to the moon, ties it around the moon, and then as uh, Scratchy's like looking up at the sky, it's like ah, and then the moon's getting closer, and then <laughs> the ra- then smashes, you know, hides in a closet because apparently that's gonna help. <laughs> yeah, the moon is freaking huge, and then crushes the house. Yeah, it's, I'm, it's- I'm gonna go as far as say this is my favorite. Itchy and scratchy. Okay. It's so absurd. It's so perfect. Yeah. Like this is the best itchy and scratchy episode I think of all time. Yeah, I mean, I I love this one. Of all the ones that I've seen so far, again, yeah. this is like the most memorable in my mind. Yeah. Uh, so uh, Bart asks why they have to go to church because apparently they're watching it on a Sunday morning. Yeah. All right. Uh, if Homer doesn't, and Marge replies that Homer is wicked. Ooh. Now, granted, when we were growing up, our father didn't really like to go to services. No. I mean, he stayed, well, he usually went because I think our mom made him, but, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and that's why we probably never asked mom, like, why do we have to go? If dad, Because dad always went. Yeah. So. so our dad was slightly better than Homer. Slightly. <laughs> <laughs> And so Homer tells the kids about a long-haired guy who did what he thought was right, and that's his, uh, and that's uh, what's his name? I forgot. And but the point is, uh, well, I forgot that too. Yeah. <laughs> I think he's I'm, trying to get to uh, Jesus there, but uh, completely just glossed over everything he was trying to do. Yeah. I mean, that was... That's just so funny. Like, I thought Homer was going to get it there for a minute. Really? Okay, maybe not. But slightly. And, well, that's a, and that's the joke about, like, the writers... They understand... Like, the writers get it. The writers get that Homer's so dumb. And, like, historically, everything that... Like, so much of what Christians do is not what Jesus would actually do. Yeah. And so fighting the state and fighting the power and fighting, like, tradition was... was that was Jesus's central mission. So that's that's hilarious. That gets to the whole truth of this whole episode, you know? It's a great yeah. joke. And so, you know, Marge is, you know, uh, she says, don't make me choose between my man and my God because you just can't win. And Homer's like, there you go again. Always <laughs> taking someone else's side. Flanders, the water department, <laughs> God. <laughs> oh, Oh, that's hilarious. Well, it's any, if you look at like the older episodes, he, you know, gets in her face about that. I mean, a lot of things yeah. like, like, well, with her taking other people's sides. Yep. And it's always Flanders. She's always, yeah. he, I, that's his, that's his go-to is Flanders, which is yeah. kind of funny. Um, and then Marge asks Homer one last time and the TV says coming up 
how to make your own ladder. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that would catch my attention. I want to know how to make my own ladder. Yeah, right? Yep. And so they go to the Springfield Church. Uh, Today's topic is when Homer met Satan. Yeah. Um, and so the uh, Reverend Lovejoy says, the devil walks among us. <laughs> and I like how Bart grabs the guy in front of him who looks clearly like Satan. Like a human version. A human version of Satan. Oh, my God. And then uh, I think Lovejoy's like, yeah, don't grab him. Like, yeah. <laughs> it was uh, a metaphor. Yeah. So then we cut back to the Simpsons house and Homer is on the couch reading a play dude from July of 1986. Yeah. I mean, he likes a uh, collection. I guess. And then uh, Krusty rings the doorbell. <laughs> this is okay. This there's is a, a, there's a joke worth mentioning. He's he's like he's like, oh, there's an interview oh, with um, the Saturday yeah. Night Live guy. Yeah. And then and Lord then he, Michaels. Like, Lord Michaels, right. But he but because they there was always this feud with the Simpsons writers and the cast of the Tracy Ullman show and that a lot of them hadn't been casted uh, on um Saturday Night Live. I guess the only Harry Shearer was on Saturday Night Live. So they always yeah. do a lot of digs at Lord Michaels, and that was a subtle one. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's all. And then, yeah, then he, like, changes to a different article. <laughs> yeah. But that's also kind of the joke in a lot of TV shows is they're just reading them for the articles. <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, so then uh, Homer answers the door, and Krusty's like, Hello, I'm collecting for the Brotherhood of Jewish Clowns. Last year, tornadoes claimed the lives of 75 Jewish clowns. The worst incident was during our convention... At the Lubbock, at Lubbock, Texas, where floppy shoes and rainbow wigs everywhere. <laughs> it was terrible. And then Homer's like, wait a minute. Is this a religious thing? A religious clown thing? Yes. Sorry. Well, bless you. And then he slams the door in his face. Yeah. <laughs> so then the next scene, Homer goes to the Quickie Mart in his robe yep. to buy a beer and, and a cigar. Oh, this is such a And thing. Homer notices Apu is also not in church. And this is the first time that we actually get confirmation that Apu is Hindu. Yeah, he's like, oh, but I am. I have a shrine to Ganesha, the god of worldly wisdom, located in the employee <laughs> lounge. And Homer's like... Hey, Ganesha, want a peanut? And the food's like, please do not offer my god a peanut. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, so then we cut back to Homer at, ho- at the house. He's smoking a cigar. He's having a good old time. And he goes, probably the greatest quote ever, I think, in the first, in the fourth season, uh, for sure. Everyone is stupid except me. <laughs> Homer Simpson before he starts his house on fire. And so now the house is burning all around Homer, and I love Homer's just lying on the couch. Marge, turn down the heat. Because <laughs> it's fire, and it's hot. Clearly, Marge is not at home. So then Santa's little helper, you know, he runs in the room, and for a second you may think he's going to help Homer, like, you know, wake up and, like, leave. But nope, Santa's little helper is there to steal Homer's chocolate bar. And if you look at it, the last four letters are S-H-E-Y, like a Hershey bar? Yeah, so I think it's a Hershey bar. So a Hershey bar. And then he takes the chocolate and Maybe it was a snap at Butterfinger. They were, uh, yeah. <laughs> they were like, you know what? Don't lay a finger on my Butterfinger. Right. And so then Santa's little helper runs out the doggy door. So then uh, Homer is awoken by his hair catching on fire. And he must have really <laughs> fast growing hair because we see it singed off. And then the next shot when he, when he stands up, his hair is there again. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, he grows that hair. He grows those two hairs pretty quickly. Yep. 
Um, so then Homer, <laughs> so Homer's like, wait, there's a song about this. And it's like, something, something you will see. You'll, uh, you'll avoid catastrophe. Don't. Don't. And then Homer passes well, do you know out. That, Lars, do you know that song? No, like, I, is that... I googled it. I tried to see it. And I think it's something they made up for the show. Yeah. Okay. Because I, yeah. you know, I almost think. I don't like, remember a song. I, I, well, there's always like the roll, uh. Stop, drop, and roll. I could have sworn there was like yeah. one of those types of songs growing yeah. up. So then uh, Homer passes out due to the smoke because that's going to happen. And then we see, I don't know why Apu is looking through binoculars, but he <laughs> is. And he just happens to see the Simpsons house on fire. And so he puts on a fire chief hat. And then I love, I don't know if the, like this is supposed to be his son or Sanjay, I, Sanjay's, son. Sanjay's son. Because like, we know Apu doesn't have kids yet. Yeah, so he puts the he uh he puts the child in charge, and Apu asks the bullies not to steal, and they're like, "Oh, we won't!" And uh, the kid pulls out a shotgun, <laughs> much to the bully. He's like, "My time has come!" And the bu- uh, like Jimbo's just like drops the cereal he's eating, and the the boys are just like wide-eyed, like, "Oh God!" So then, uh. The volunteer fire department consists of Chief Wiggum, Krusty the Clown, Lou Ann Van Houten, Barney, Otto, and I'm not 100% sure about this, but Hans Moleman with a mustache. Because there is another yeah. character on that fire truck who I have no idea, but the shape reminds me of Hans Moleman, but the character has a mustache. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't notice it. I, yeah. I'm watching it. But I, the, the weirdest of everyone, I would say Luann Van Houten is kind of on the top of why yeah. would she be a volunteer firefighter? Uh-huh. But this isn't, this is also not the, the, the last time we will see in the fire department because nope. there's two other episodes where they do a fire department centric. But Barney and Otto, that, they have to be the worst on the team. Oh, absolutely. So then, you know, they're like rushing to the house, but they have to stop because ducks are crossing <laughs> the road and, you know, uh, so then Ned walks by and sees Homer passed out in the fire and kicks down the door and saves Homer. And so he brings him upstairs, throws a mattress outside, <laughs> throws Homer out of the mattress. And then Homer bounces off the mattress back into the house. And then Ned's like, ah, and he jumps out the window, bounces the mattress, bounces back in and then drags Homer through the front door, which why he just didn't do that in the first. Oh, no, because the beam fell. Yep. So, so so now I'd like to point out, so this I brought this up, and I don't know if anyone else has any take on it, but Ned Flanders is not in church. It's Sunday. Homer's obviously staying home from church. Correct. Everyone else is at church, but not Ned Flanders. Now here's the thing, and a lot and I know we talked about it, and you're like, oh, Springfield's small. We don't actually know how big the town of Springfield is. We don't know how many people go to church. And well, we lot, do know that everyone goes to church. We know everybody, but in a lot of bigger, in, in a lot of cities, and I don't know if Lars, in, in your church, if you guys did this, but there's like different times where people can go to mass. And maybe just, maybe Ned's the only one that goes to early mass and everybody else goes to the 10 a.m. one. Oh, maybe, that's interesting. That So, wait, so... Ned just happens to be walking by. Exactly. He should uh. be in church. He's. But my thing is maybe he went to the early service with his family and then everybody else goes to the 9, 9 a.m. or 10 a.m. one. 
Wonderful point. I hadn't even thought of that. That's a great point. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think Reverend Lovejoy is even wanting to get up that early. <laughs> it's I don't think Reverend Lovejoy is the Reverend who's going to have multiple services. But Reverend Lovejoy is a fire person in, in the episode, too. So how did he... Did church end early, right? He comes by as one no. of the fire people. No? No, he was not one of the people on the fire truck. Oh, okay. Okay. So right. I, I, I'm still saying, why the hell is Ned missing church? I get the whole point of Ned's the friendly neighbor trying to save Hover's life, but I feel like everyone else left church to go to the Simpsons' house. Or maybe, or the other possibility is, everybody, you know, they went to church, services ended, Ned came home, and then walked by. I don't know. But I think it's a stretch. Because don't forget, like, on Sundays, when we went to Sunday school, usually afterwards, we went out grocery shopping. Yeah. So maybe maybe Marge and the kids went out for, like, a late lunch. <laughs> Ned came home, saw the house on fire. Um, so, you know, Homer asked why Ned saved him. And Ned was like, oh, you would have done the same for me. And then we get Homer <laughs> with a, a thought bubble and... Uh, Homer's drinking his drink and Ned's in his house. Sitting in his hammock and Ned's in his house all on fire. (laughs) Um, So then we cut to the next scene and the rest of the Simpsons get to the house and Krusty comes out with the cat on his face (laughs) and and, uh, Barney has an axe and he's like, well, what, what's, what, what do I do with an axe? And Wiggum's like, well, you chop things. So he chops down the Simpsons mailbox. That com- makes complete sense. So uh, Lisa says, oh, you know, this was an act of God. And now, and then we see like the flame jump from Homer's house to Flanders' house. And so the Flanders' house is on fire. And, but then we see a small little rain cloud appear and put out the fire on Flanders' house. Yeah. Because, you know, Flanders is a godly human being. Yeah. So God likes Flanders. Correct. Um, and so that, <laughs> so we get uh, total disaster insurance. Yes. I, I feel like this would definitely be a company Homer would sign up Correct. for. Correct. Oh, what did, what did you have missing? A Rembrandt, a Lamborghini. Sorry, we only cover things that actually exist. <laughs> now, have, Lars, have you ever had to file an insurance claim on your house? Um, I, I, We had an accident on tour and we had some stuff damaged that um, someone I was on tour with had insurance. So, yes. How about you guys? Um, Car insurance, kind yeah, of. Yeah, just really car but I the funny the funny thing I like about this is so I I uh, uh, am a home theater system designer, and every once in a while we do insurance claims for people that might have lost yeah. like home theater stuff, and just uh, like the guy was like, well, why don't we just put all this in, as a quote to tell the insurance company? We'll see if they approve it. Funny, and I put like twenty thousand dollars worth of like home theater and yeah. installation and everything, and the insurance is like, okay, good to go. Uh, and I was like, dude, I was just putting top of the line uh, stuff on there, yeah. not thinking that the insurance company would approve it. Yeah. But they did. Yeah. So wow. I like I, I think it's just kind of funny that Homer Homer couldn't get a Lamborghini past the insurance <laughs> company. Well I mean, <laughs> Also, now here's the thing, when you do your home insurance when you buy a new house, you usually set a limit. Yeah, yeah. So but no, did you guys, hey, Lars, did you guys uh, tell the insurance company you lost, like, a really expensive Les Paul or really good DJ equipment or something? Like, <laughs> no, you got some I mean, of the that, best. We, we could have, easily. And I think that's to your point that, like, it's easy to fleece these behemoths of insurance in the insurance industry. Yeah. Because they don't know what you have. It's not like you have proof of yeah the actual stuff. But I get it. You you're, you don't want God to smite you uh, for uh, 
for uh, <laughs> lying about the equipment you have. Um, and I don't know if uh, news normally covers yes. fires. Yes. Oh, they do. Okay. In smaller t- in a in a town like Springfield, they would cover this. Uh, but Ken Brogman is covering the scene, and he looks like he was inside the Simpsons' house because he was covered in smoke. Which obviously that would never happen. <laughs> uh, the biggest the biggest reason I work in television, and so probably the biggest story I think I've ever been around was there was an explosion in madison wisconsin and our meteorologist just happened to live over there and he was the first on the scene now yes they got close enough to the scene where they could get video but they didn't actually go in the <laughs> rubble so no kent brockman would not have gone to the house gotcha. and so the uh i like how the fire department puts out the fire and then they go in the house to drink hot chocolate i'm yeah. not entirely sure why the fire department just decides, hey, you know what? We're already here. We might as well. Yeah, why would you be in the house? That's a. It's probably not safe to be in. It's wet. It's destroyed. Like, oh, yeah. Well, granted, we know the police in town are not smart. Yes. Yeah, but I do also like how. Why is Chief Wiggum on the fight volunteer fire department if he's the chief of police? chief of police? I don't know. Maybe he likes to I th- put up I fires. thought police and fire just were mortal enemies. Don't forget, they don't actually have a fire department. So they right. Need volunteers. <laughs> um, and I like how Homer says there's a lesson here. <laughs> and Marge agrees. And Marge is about to tell Homer what it, what it is. But, you know, she decides to let him figure it out on his own. Well, no, no. He said he wants to figure oh, it out yeah. on his own. And so Lovejoy uh, uh, says God was uh, in their hearts of their neighbors that saved Homer, uh, whether they be Christian, Jew, or miscellaneous, as he's pointing to a poo. Yeah. Which, oh my God, I, you know, it's this is just another one of those jokes that I, I don't, don't know if think would, would fly today, you know. like. Yeah, and so you know, who's like, oh, I'm Hindu, and there's seven hundred million of us. Now, in 1992, that was probably accurate because I looked up the stats. In 2021, there are currently 1.1 billion people who are Hindu. It is the fourth largest religion in the world. Nice. And uh, so Lovejoy asks Homer if uh, he'll give church another try. (laughs) And Homer says that he will be there front row center. But he never said anything about staying awake. Yep. (laughs) Oh, that was just so funny. Yeah. Um, you ever fall asleep in church? Uh, th- no. Have you guys fall asleep in in the synagogue? Oh, I yeah. Think a I, little I bit. think I have. I think yeah. I did once or twice, but not like for super long. Yeah. And so we see uh, another uh, dream sequence with Homer. And uh, he's talking to God again, walking, you know, through church, uh, the clouds. And you see that we see Benjamin Franklin and Jimi Hendrix playing air hockey. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Yep. And in this dream, if you notice, yes. God has three fingers and a thumb. Animation error, for sure. Ah, pff, maybe. No. You know, which is. one Which one was the animation error? The first time or the second time? The second time. Uh-huh. Yep. All right. Um, and then Homer asks God <laughs> what the meaning of life is. And God tells him that he'll find out when he dies in six months. And but Homer demands to know now because he's you know yep. impatient. He wants to you know either yep. that or he wants to die now. Um, and God just tells him. Um, oh, he's like, okay, I'll tell you. And then it cuts to music for the credits. Now the thing with the whole six months 
is that the episode six months from this episode is the April Fool's Day episode, which a lot of people have a theory that Homer actually dies in this episode and everything past that episode is just Homer's dream. Homer's dreaming. Or afterlife. Or afterlife, yeah. So... You know, it's it's funny that they're like, oh yeah, six row like they kind of foreshadowed it a little bit in this episode that Homer might die. I mean, we're on episode Three. sixty oh. let's see, sixty-one, two sixty-two. Well, I don't know, man, because that episode wasn't that episode a hundred? I don't think so. Oh no, maybe not. No, I think you're no. right. Not even near a, a hundred. It's like seventy-five. Maybe. Okay. So that's it's kind of funny that they that they that's a foreshadowing thing. All right. So so oh. they think Homer dies on that clip show. Yes. Yeah. I've never heard that theory. Yeah. yeah. So the whole thing is in that oh, episode. With the cow, it's with the beer that explodes. Correct. Yeah. 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 And so he's in a coma, you know, in the hospital. But basically, the theory is he never actually woke up from that coma, and but him waking up was just him. You know, still dreaming, and everything after that episode was just what's in shenanigans. What's yeah. in his brain? Wow, that's kind of funny. That's definitely that's uh that's that's cool to think about. I think that's definitely like retcon and fans putting it together. But that's that's that is cool though. The timing. Even, of that. I mean, yeah, the absolute timing of it being exactly six months from this episode is yeah. just strange. And but we all know the Simpsons like predicting the future anyway. So <laughs> well. Let me ask you something about the three fingers with God thing. Do you think it could be – it's probably an animation error, but it could be that through Homer's spiritual journey, he's gotten closer to the, his higher power and therefore he they're more similar now. And that's why uh, God has three fingers. That's actually know. really – I like that. That's like, Yeah. See, I told you it wasn't an animation <laughs> error. Still anime, but I like that theory too. It's a good theory. All right, guys. So uh, it's time to enter our final thoughts. Yep. And so – Lars, since I don't think you've uh, got it, got all the way to an end of an episode, we'll we'll explain final thoughts here for you. So we like to give the uh, episode a rating, um, uh, one to five. So one is a doe, mm-hmm. two is uh, eat my uh, eat, eat my, my shorts. shorts, three is don't have a cowman, four is mm, sprinkles, and five is everything's coming up Millhouse. And then we just give a little uh, spiel on why why we gave it that rating. So since you're our guest, if you'd like to go first. So four is a what? I would mm, give sprinkles. I would give this some sprinkles. Okay. Any uh, particular reason or it has so many classic moments. It has like the funny um it has the funny weird stuff we talked about, like the sound design, the short jokes, like Marge watching Homer Wade, <laughs> the, uh, the Moe's hands with the snake handling. And it's satirical, and it's also like it has the heart of like some of the best early episodes, but also is like intellectual in a way that holds up. Yeah. And I think it's one of my favorite ones that Conan O'Brien produced, which, I, and I think his, the ones he, he produced were just so great. And so, oh, yeah. yeah. So that's why, I mean, this okay. is definitely one of my favorite of all times, which I, which I was glad you guys invited me to talk about yeah. it. Cause <laughs> I think it's fantastic. Why is it not a five? That's a good question. But I think it's, <laughs> could be a five, but it's okay. maybe four and a half. Okay. All right. Yeah. Uh, we, we allow our guests to get away with a half point. We, we don't <laughs> do it for ourselves. Um, I would, I would agree with Lars. I'm going to give it a four mm, sprinkles. 
it's it's a really really good episode you get all the religious aspects of it i think everybody can relate to this episode of not wanting to go to church or synagogue or services of whatever religion and it's you know the jokes are really funny um i think a couple of the jokes might not fly today but eh. uh but again it's really good it's a four for me, sprinkles. I mean, I'm sorry to, to disagree with you guys, but I have to go five. Uh, everything's coming up Millhouse. I like I. It's this episode just like you guys said. It just has so many classic moments. I mean, the mm, cin- uh, I'm a toasty cinnamon <laughs> bun. I mean, that almost seals the deal on it for me. But I think that's what brings it down to a four for me. That meme is so overused. I love it. But it's overused. Uh, but I, I just, I, I love Homer acting like an ass, but still having the wherewithal to, you know, kind of learn a lesson like he yeah. does in a lot of episodes. And I mean, in this episode, God loves cats. Yeah. He, he's scratching Snowball's oh, yeah. head and I own a cat. I, I know people, people give uh, cats <laughs> a bad rap, but I, but I, as much as my cat used to tear my arms up, I still love the little guys. So. I, for me, five. Uh, everything's coming up, Millhouse, and I don't. And you guys know I don't. Or Lars, you don't know yet, but yeah. as you listen to our episodes, I don't give those away lightly. No. Um, wow. So I, that's where I'm going on this one. So let's uh, finish off the episode with our character profile. And this week, our character we're highlighting is the one and only. Well, okay, we can't really say only. Nope. But God. <laughs> yes. Um. And his favorite clothing is a flowing robe and comfortable sandals. His dislikes, <laughs> Reverend Lovejoy. Well, I didn't think God was supposed to dislike me. <laughs> <laughs> but he gives him canker sores, so it's okay. Yeah. His quirks, he uses the roof instead of a front door to enter a home. Yeah. 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 Takes the roof off your house. Yep. But it was only a dream, so yeah. you know. Uh, Homer's description of God. Perfect teeth, nice smell. A class act all the way. And his expertise, religion, and the meaning of life. Yeah. Well, he's got, of course. Of course he's going to know that. So, all right, Lars, thank you again so much for being on. Um, one thing uh, we want to make sure that everyone uh, knows is if you want to plug anything new you got going on, where people can find you. Um, yeah, and why don't you uh, go out there and tell everyone everything. All right, thank you. Um, I'm on tour this fall, and uh, you could go to nerdcoretour.com for the dates. It's uh, we're touring most like 40 cities across the U.S. So if you want to come talk Simpsons with me, I'll be on the road. I'm on Spotify, and uh, my new album Blockchain Planet comes out this fall. Ooh. And uh, yeah, I appreciate you both having me on this very thorough, very. <laughs> Wonderful podcast, Stephen and Robert. You are both great hosts, and I, oh, thank I, you. This this was fun. It was fun talking Simpsons with you guys. So yeah, you. awesome. And I I did check your schedule. You're you're in Minneapolis. I think it was uh, October twenty third. So, <laughs> oh, if you guys are if you guys are around, hit me up. I'll get you on the guest list. Ooh, that would be You'll, fun. You, I'd be glad to meet you both. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, I think uh, that that would make it. Uh, you'd be my uh, fifth band that's put me on their guest list. So, hey, <laughs> I, that's I'd. Awesome. Uh, I've never been on a guest list. I'd be appreciative of it. It'd be your first. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. So be sure to check us out on our social media, uh, Facebook, the Simpsons did it podcast, our Instagram, the Simpsons did it pod. 
um, Twitter, Simpsons Did It PC. Um, if you'd like to donate to our podcast, check out our uh, website, buymeacoffee.com backslash Simpsons Did It. Uh, feel free to donate 5, 10, 15, whatever you guys want. Uh, currently, all our donations are going towards our merch. And right now we have stickers to give everyone that's donated. So if you guys donate, I'll get an email and then I'll shoot you guys some stickers over to your uh, mailbox. And the more donations we get, the more to come. And uh, lastly, check out our YouTube channel um, where you can find all of our podcasts in video format if that's how you like to listen to them. Yep. So until next time, I'm Steven Sklansky. I'm your co-host, Robert Sklansky. And this has been The Simpsons Did It. And now, a poem by Hans Molman. I think that I shall never see. My cataracts are blinding me. Molman, Hans Molman, can't keep Hans Molman. He's a stone-cold player, Artie Zip was mad jealous When he dated Summer first, plus he's only 31 Drinking ruined his life, is such a sad story, son Got a knife in his cane and a fire in his loins The indie movie star who took a football to the groin Burns thought he was a leprechaun, drilled him in the head Slept with Lars Ulrich's grandmother, then chilled with her in bed He's more metal than Metallica, though that's not so hard Homer drove him off the cliff, so impatient in his car He was hauling Poe's house, just another day for Hans But he's back on his feet, cause he's the mother-flippin' man You know there's no escape from the fortress of the moles. He's been burnt run over Barry, but he's still on a roll. He's been radiated, detonated, heartbroken twice. The Lazarus of Springfield always coming back to life. His name is Moment, Hans Moment. He can't keep Hans Moment down. He's the bad luck crying up on 20 Oak Grove. Hipster glasses so thick and brown. Moment, Hans Moment. He can't keep Hans Moment down. Cause he's trying out for Poochie while he's waiting on his kidney. He's the talk of the whole darn town. Have you seen his green pants? Have you seen his new shirt? He wasn't yelling boo, he was yelling blue urns. Attacked by Roomba robots gone anthropomorphic. He's part Truby the dog and part Kenny McCormick. He was riding on his Harley on the cover of his bio. Crashing the planet hype, yeah, he's been up there for a while. He was texting Homer, hit him, well surprised, he survived. He's twice as cool as Millhouse, though we can't really drive. Have you ever felt crushed by the weight of the planet? If you have, let me tell you that Hans Moment understands it. You've gotta get up, you've gotta put on your tie. Lace up your orthopedic shoes and look up at the sky and say hey solar race today you won't burn me up keep that moment pma you can break out of that rut because when you're stuck in the snow when you're starting to turn purple just remember hans moment when the wolves start to circle moment hans moment you can't keep hans moment down because he's like cowabunga dudes with a skateboard in his hand hipster glasses so thick and round moment hans moment you can't keep hans moment down even in his iron lung, well, he's still dependable. He's the talk of the whole darn town. This player was the mayor over 30 years ago. Brought an anthem to the people, he told everyone he wrote. And one day it was discovered that the whole thing was a hoax. So they tied him to a horse out in the desert, let him go. This player was the mayor over 30 years ago. Brought an anthem to the people, he told everyone he wrote. And one day it was discovered that the whole thing was a hoax. So they tied him to a horse out in the desert, let him go.